0: everybody. I hope we're all having a great day today. This is the man behind the red light, the red light being the on-air light. So I'm really excited to say that I'm starting a podcast. Our little town or big town of where we has finally gotten radio signal back and it fluctuates over the years whether we get radio signal or we don't. Anyway, to commemorate the fact that we're finally getting through again, I'm starting up a weekly podcast to talk about our town and its complexities i've rented out like a little booth area and it's actually really nice and to start off i thought it'd be nice to have a historian uh talk to us about this town and just kind of inform a little bit about the town um so i'm gonna pass the mic to dr friedman in a little bit uh he is a historian of the town a member of the historical society and he's a college professor at where we university and he's been a member of this town for a little over 100 years so to just get into it we're going to start off with dr freeman um dr freeman i hope you're having a great day thank you for being here with us thank you so much for letting me on your show and i really appreciate it and also i appreciate this opportunity to be able to inform people of our lovely town of ours I agree. It can be quite odd and even dangerous from time to time, but it's still a really lovely town that just gets a bad rap. Um, so, without further ado, I'm going to just pull out my notes real fast and um, just get started. So, um, so this first starts in 1673 when a man of uh, when a man by the name of Eugeneville became the first mayor of the town of where and it was said that he was the laziest and some would even say worst mayor of where history the reason why this is said is because in 1685 a woman by the name of alice joe was accused of witchcraft and instead of actually holding a trial eugene bill just sent her to be executed now history tells us that whenever somebody was accused of witchcraft eugene bill would just sign their execution papers he wouldn't want to deal with the trial for unknown reasons. He was lazy, he was really superstitious, we don't know, but um, yeah, so he would just sign their execution papers and it got so bad that in the course of the 10 years that the witch trials were uh, happening, around 355 people were executed without trial. Now it's said that there were often secret societies that were created to go through the prisons at night to help break out people who were accused of witchcraft unlawfully. Some guards were even said to have turned the other cheek because even they knew that this was wrong. In 1695, the witch hunts ended and in later years, we would find out just how gruesome the um, the witch trials were. Out of the 355 people killed, around 19 people were considered actual witches by the by the time standards while like for the time uh, that this was happening people were actually you know deemed quote-unquote witches at the time but the other 331 will be considered innocent by the you know 1690 standards many of these people were accused and given last words in which they used to curse not only Eugene Bill but his town as well in the year 1695 in the middle of the night Eugene and his family were attacked and what by what many of the townspeople would call a devil quote-unquote whose claws uh, who clawed flaming nail marks into and around the house uh, and to this day uh, the same house can be found although with how strange and unusual our town is it does seem to be found in random places and many people have actually left maps and have figured out ways to explore the area but even those maps come out not really showing exactly where where this uh, house can be found now in 1720 um, things start taking a turn To be even more weird if you can believe that Um, overnight the town vanished and we don't know how it happened and history tells us that yes the town did actually vanish and reappear but I'm I digress Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit when the town disappeared and reappeared and in 1720 we see that where we town actually did reappear only a few hundred yards away from an enemy village and in that enemy territory they were just as surprised as the where we town citizens but because there were enemies they went to war they went to battle and it wasn't until the battle was over that where we town would recuperate and then send off scouts to be like okay how they get how they sneak up on us and what the scouts came back with was they said that they found the enemy's uh, village only a few hundred yards away now in reality these were miles away both these provinces were miles away but somehow this town managed to pick or this village enemy village managed to pick up all their stuff and move it a few hundred yards away from the town of where we And the scouts went through and were like, okay, this is a perfectly constructed replica of the enemy village. And nobody knew how they were able to travel that far uh, without being seen, without being heard, without torches being seen, and how they would have the supplies necessary to build an exact replica of their village As well as pretty much take everything in one swing on over to this new area So the town of where we was really confused at this point and that's not the only evidence We have to support the 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 teleportation theory of the town you see um, There's also indications that at some point the town teleported to what people described As a mighty ocean and then it would teleport again um, and then it was in a desert and then it would teleport again and be next to a um, next to a, a mountain like a cliffside and nobody knew how the town was teleporting overnight Although, in the year 1743, a woman by the name of Agatha Good would write in her diary about uh, people in the town. And so, I'm just going to read a little bit about what she uh, would write in her diary. So, on January 17th, 1743... Agatha writes, My dear friend Elizabeth is sweet as jelly, but she's mad, I tell you. She believes our large and robust town is merely a small and quiet town with an uh, within occupancy of less than 100 people. If she keeps speaking like this, she'll be dragged out away in no time. Now, there are multiple counts through the diaries of other people at this time that also say that the town appears different to others. Here's a quote from a Mr... Uh, Martin Berry who was a farmer at the time Um, one of his entries is as follows today on August 5th 1753 I found a man who says he's lived in the town of where we all his life yet no one remembers ever seeing this man however all of his claims check out to be true is he the one who is mad or I the one who is mad now let's go back to Agatha's diary Um, an entry from June 6th uh, June sixth, uh, seventeen fifty three, reads um, Elizabeth is mad indeed. Today she won't stop rambling about a nonsense uh, of a pair of devils who have shown up la- last night in her uh, next to her bed. She says these devils were short, pale figures with large black eyes like chicken eggs, uh, and how they've asked her about a strange place called Terra. My sweet friend will need help, I believe. Now, it wasn't until 1755 that Agatha would have her own experiences, um, and unexplainable occurrences of the town of Warewee. Now, it reads, I'm sorry, okay, now it reads, um, September 3rd 1755 I feel like I've seen darkness and cannot return as I walked through the fields of morning glory I found a strange and demonic wooden box with a voice of a demon on the other end he warned me about a man made of steel who's faster than something called a speeding bullet I fear for our town's safety and um, I fear for our town's safety if a demon is out there to hurt my poor town, which I've called home. Now, there are legitimately hundreds of diaries over the course of uh, Where We's history where people have reported strange and unusual occurrences happening, although I feel like to go over all of that would just be too much. Um, Let me ask you, have you heard of the mountains uh, behind Where Town? Yeah, those mountains uh, about a two-hour drive from here. Yes, good. So you have heard of them. Awesome. Okay, because there's some people who don't even know that the mountains exist, as well as their 10-hour hike up the mountains and through the mountains. People don't think that it exists, and there's speculation. So, anyway, um, in the year uh, 1794... The mountains were first seen and noted by a man named Edward Turner, uh, who said, "I have not yet known the mountains before, but I shall take Rebecca there to court her if she f- if she finds fit." Now, it wasn't until 1827 that the mountains would finally be explored by scientists of the town. In this exploration, they would find multiple tunnel systems. However, multiple people would go missing over the years while exploring the tunnels and the caves. In 1831 where we citizens would find gold silver as well as uh precious stones in the caves and mining would begin in 1844 uh mining would come to a stop after a number of mining tunnels would uh either uh miners would go missing or teams of people would go missing in in the middle of the night and caves collapsed it was a big thing that caves would collapse all at the same time, too um, and um, It wasn't until 1850 uh, People would report miners who have gone missing appear suddenly in the streets to either be hit by a cart or confronted one man confronted his nephew who was um, missing for 70 years and And He would say that his nephew was dressed in what we call now a t-shirt and slacks He claimed his nephew uh, had a strange device around his wrist Which told time and before his nephew uh, and before he could really get any information for his nephew He just vanished again in the blink of an eye another um, Another uh, incident comes from a Martin stone who claims his father uh, Just Appeared in the middle of the road acting out as if he's still mining for something out of nowhere he was gone and In 1857 people started reporting odd sounds throughout the town and would talk about how they've seen apparitions and strange figures uh, That just seemed unexplainable in 1861 the town sent a group of scientists to the mountains again uh, But would come back with disturbing news and um, uh, it would all seem that uh, that all of the 222 explorers uh, would see figures running around at nighttime and even during the day uh, also random screaming and singing would be heard but whenever people would go and check it out uh, they would find nothing 33 people were sent back due to them being quote unquote not fit of mind and over the course of the seven months, Um, that they were there people would be sent down, um, like kind of trickling down for multiple reasons until there just weren't enough people to go back. Some people described, uh, getting lost in, in, in this, in this, in this, uh, mine and all of a sudden, um, everything would just go dark and go blank. And we would never hear from those people again, even their lifelines seemed cut and we would lose people like that Another case is a a team of explorers uh, that was camped out somewhere else in the mountain claimed that in uh, overnight they were attacked by a werewolf and Other people talk about how they were attacked by a giant lion that stood at 10 feet tall while still on all four other people would talk about how they would um How they would, uh, for example, we have a team of four, uh, explorers that went down into the mountains and into the mines, and what would happen is they would come out, and even though it was the beginning of day, there was this orange tint, um, and no matter how much they would try to get the attention of the other miners, they would have no avail. They would not be able to communicate with these people even when shouting directly into their ears. These other miners could not see them, could not hear them, could not feel them. At some point, a man by the name of Robert uh, would even slap one of the other scientists where the other scientists wouldn't even feel it, wouldn't even react to it. And because of this, some of the people would run off in a mad tantrum just screaming. And they were never heard from again, never seen from, never heard from, whereas some of the other miners that did go down just went back the same way they came into the mountains, thinking just out of desperation, this should be the way out, hopefully. And they went in and they came out, people noticed them again, and they told them of everything that happened. And uh throughout the years people would experience strange things happening um, in the town as well as in the mountains. People would uh document over the years the shifts that this town of Where We has made. And in fact, this town does teleport um uh at random times. There's no real fixed occasion that this town would teleport, but it always seems to teleport at around um 2 22 a.m. Now again, it's all like it's completely at random and Whenever the town shifts locations, everyone who's a member of the town will shift with the town Um, uh, for example this uh, uh, couple was in Portland during a family reunion and overnight they fell asleep in Portland, but woke up in California back in the town. People who visit the town accidentally do not shift with the town, however. It it isn't until you become a citizen of the town that you shift with it. Um, also, whenever the town shifts, strange things happen. Almost like a sort of uh, residue of like misplaced space and time, or whatever you want to call it. We really don't know. Um, In 1922, the town was um, in North Carolina and at 2.22 a.m. While everyone was asleep, the town moved to Texas shortly after townsfolk on the east side next to the shopping district um, reported seeing a man who uh, stopped who was stopping traffic by standing in the middle of the street. He was dressed in a suit and looked like uh, everyone else, but he was just standing in traffic for about 20 minutes before somebody notified the authorities um and before the before the authorities could even show up this man lifted his arms and rats uh were seen flooding the east street and all from all around they gathered and they all just kind of went around this man who began dancing and rats were just piling on top of him making this giant mountain of rats which actually made all the townsfolk run from the area and Um, uh, all of a sudden the rats just, once they gathered and they're all in one spot, they just started running back and back to where they came from. And as they got down, the man was no longer, uh, he was no longer there. And in 1966, radio waves stopped being sent out of the town. And no matter how hard we tried, for some reason, we could we couldn't get the radio waves back in, but um, like we could we could have them uh, we could have we could receive them, but we just can't send them out. And so, in 1976 is when um, is when uh, the radio st- waves started being sent out again. But in 1980 in 1998 is when they stopped again. And in 2003 they stopped. Um, I mean, they started again. And in 2013, they stopped, and now they're back in. Um, But it's just completely unorthodox, this whole thing. That's so crazy. And we don't know what causes these shifts? No, not at all. They're completely random. That's the thing. Uh, One week, we'll be in, like, Nevada. And then, you know, the next month, we'll be in California. Three months later, we'll be in Texas. And, like... A week later we'll be in Florida and they shift randomly the only thing that's the same is that whenever they shift the time is uh, 2 22 a.m. that's absolutely insane yeah no you're absolutely right and um as of right now that's all I've got um, if I could I'd be here for days just telling about the history but that's all for right now thank you so much for having me on I really appreciate it yeah no worries and thank you again so much Dr. Freeman I can't wait um I can't wait for you to come back either honestly um I want to get other people on this podcast to tell their stories uh but I do want you back I do want you back again soon so um God knows how long we'll have this radio signal up for I guess but um to all my listeners out there, I want to thank you so much for listening, and I want to thank you so much for just taking the time to learn more about our strange little town, or again, big town. Anyway, um, I want to thank you so much for just listening, and come back next week where we're going to have another story for you. And remember, if you're ever on the freeway and you hit exit 555, you may just be coming into Where We Town. Have a great night. Thank you.